This is episode 590 for January 2020, and you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast, and I'm your host, Brad Douglas. That opening song is a cover of the Spider-Man theme song from the 1960s. I found it up on YouTube under the username Motion Amp. Very cool rendition. I liked it a lot. Hey, this episode uh, was available two weeks early for Patreon members. It's a thank you to those that help us pay the bills each and every month. So, also, a big thank you goes out to our Patreon members, such as Robert, Mohammed, Zach, Josh N., James M., Alex, Frazetta Hulk, uh, David C., Laura, Christopher L., uh, Dad Boy. I like that name. That's a new one. Thanks. Welcome, Dad Boy. Uh, Dowd, Thomas, Ricky, Michael2099, Craig, Patrick M., Andrew, Michael K., Hafskimo, Bob Jones, JB, John, Austin, Stephen, Sarah, Stuart, AJ, Jay, Chris, Scott, Kean, Nick, Taylor, Will, Symbiobro, hashtag something good for you, Frederick, and Stephen H. If you would like to listen to exclusive podcasts, and like our Spire Satellite episode, we just recorded one. With a new member, she is a Mary Jane cosplayer. She is very cool. You want to check that out. That's on our Spider Satellites episode, exclusively for Patreon members. Also, episodes like this are available to the regular folks. However, the Patreon members get it two weeks early. So again, log on to patreon.com slash crawlspace. And all the money uh, taken in from Patreon is used to help support the site. And also the and also host the podcast for you to download. Uh, what nearly six hundred episodes? All right, log on to Patreon.com/slash/crawlspace. I appreciate it. All right, let's get on with the reviews. Hey, crawlspacers, welcome to our amazing uh, Spider-Man comic review. We've got three issues this month. Uh, before we get there, we're going to introduce the panel. Spidey dude, Zach, what's going on, sir? Hey, hey, hey. I didn't think I was going to have enough of a voice to be here this particular it's, episode. It sounds pretty good. It's coming and, back. Uh, I, don't, I don't sound like Barry White like I did at the beginning of the last episode. That's true. That's true. We have JR. What's going on, JR? Well, you guys are took me away from all those wonderful Christmas gifts that I uh, received during the uh, Christmas podcast. So, uh, yeah. you know, I, I can't wait to get back to them and enjoy them. I'm looking behind you. I don't see the $200,000 John Romita original art that we bought you. Hang oh, I just, it, 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 it's right here. It's oh, right yeah. Here. <laughs> I, I just haven't got, I haven't put it up. He, he, he's and, he's and looking he for a get frame. It. Dude got it for yeah, us. he's looking for a frame for it. And he's also looking for, for a place to put his, spy, uh, his, his, both his goblin mask and his goblin head that was like a lamp. And his goblin tears that I bought him. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And the, all, and the little cap, I've got and the little, little little goblin cap, and the and the sculpted mask. At the movie we said yeah. that. Nice. And Mike, how are those pancakes? Those Spider-Man pancakes I bought you. Oh, they're quite delish. Um, <laughs> and you know, in case some folks are wondering, it says I do to quote a certain um, Christmas to quote a certain line from a certain Christmas movie known as Gremlins. I'm still on the air. Gremlins. Rock and Mike, wasn't it? No, Rock, Rock and Ricky. Rock, Rock and Ricky. Ricky, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And are you enjoying your uh, your web shooters there? Uh, there? Oh yeah. yes. <laughs> whip, flip, flip. <laughs> All right. So we're going back to we're going back we're we're going back to 2099. But it's really <laughs> we're not. Marty, we're going back to the future. Marty, it's your kids. Which, yeah. How far away so, is 2099 now? 
Good 80 grief. years. 80 know. years. Ugh. But the first issue that we're reviewing is Amazing Spider-Man number 34. Re- modern numbers. Legacy is 835. We've got a good-looking uh, Dr. Doom with uh, Miguel and Peter on the cover. 29.9 is in no, trouble again. Dr. Doom has no chill, folks. JR, take me through this one, please. Well, the issue opens uh, once again as we're trying is as as Spider-Man here is being used as just a plot device in order to kickstart another 2099 law ongoing line, which has mm-hmm. failed more than once before. Uh, but we just keep doing it and we keep interrupting what was going on in the regular Spider-Man titles for this. But nonetheless, here we are. So at this particular JR's time, a grouchy old man again, at this particular time, uh, Miguel is, uh, yeah, I, I'd sue you. I'd sue you, Zach, but I can't sue for definition of character. I guess. <laughs> sure. So, but uh, so anyway, so uh, Miguel's tottering around in 2099, you know, and and he's looking around. And everything looks like an LSD fever dream, <laughs> you know, and it's like, oh Lord, the world's the coming to an end. And uh, you know, and then all of a sudden he sees Doom 2099, which. Have, we, have they ever said who Doom 29 really was? Is it really Dr. Doom or is it something? I, you know? it, I, I don't know. It's, it's kind of complicated. I think Doom 2099 is essentially is, I'm not sure if he was necessarily a Doom bot or a clone of the original Dr. Doom. When did that get explained? I have no idea. It's been it's been years since I. Is figured that when that they out. all went to the island because everybody well, got flooded? Well, because the, the idea, because because this Doom was basically kind of like he got I guess it was supposed to be in cryogenic freeze or something like that or whatever. I, I think that's what the deal was like. Cause he, cause he had all the memories of Dr. Doom, but there was a kind he of did. a question is, is he a doom bot or is he a clone or what have you, or something like that. Yeah. But it's, but yeah, essentially it was one of those things where it's like, Oh, I got to retake back Laverry or something like that. Yeah. I, but I'm not sure it's been so much, it's been so long and his whole history is so convoluted about, you know, in terms of, yeah. you know, is he the real doom and blah, 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 and all that stuff. It's like, you know, and there was a time where he like takes over America or something becomes president of, of the, the 29, universe. I think there's your so, answer, JR. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we, it's, it's been so long. It's been so many retcons. We don't really know at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's one of the, that's one of the aggravating things about, you know, seeing 2099 continue to pop up because there's all these, you know, continued unanswered questions and threads. And, you know, I mean, I thought the 2099 world was destroyed years ago, you know, or flooded and everybody went to the savage land and, and then Miguel O'Hara. Yeah. Miguel O'Hara picked up Thor's hammer and ushered in utopia or something. So yep. anyway, but I guess we're not there yet. So, so uh, anyway, so Miguel comes across doom 2099. And of course his first assumption is that doom 29 is causing this LSD dream and then doom says, no, 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 I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You know, I, and uh, boy, I wish I could do something about it, but I can't, but you can. Okay. All right. So then, uh, you know, Miguel is in the process of being chased by uh, drooling, uh, uh, some purple green drooling Hulk like monsters. Uh, kind of looks like this man and are after him. What's that? Kind of looks like Sandman for some reason. Yeah. And then, uh, we immediately, uh, just, uh, you know, then, then all of a sudden we, we zoomed to 2019 where Peter mm-hmm. Parker is hanging around one of his boring ass, uh, partners <laughs> from his, you know, Peter's gone back to grad school. And so he's, mm-hmm. so, you know, we've introduced him to this bunch of new characters who again, are a bunch of duds and bores and no one gives a crap about them, you know, hey, but hey, hey, not only you don't give a crap about them, Jr. 
No, I'm sure nobody else does either. Okay. You know, can you remember? Do you know any? Do you know any of their names? Do you know any of their Jaime? personalities? The guy name is Jaime. Jaime. So that's a Jewish guy, right? No, that's what he says when he goes home to his aunt. Hi, May. <laughs> so, <laughs> God, so he, he, he's with this particular guy, Jamie, who is playing with this giant tiddlywink, okay? And apparently this giant tiddlywink. Tiddlywink, tiddlywink. Yeah, you know, this little giant tiddlywink or whatever uh, can see into the very the multiverse uh, and, uh, you know, see all the possible outcomes of, of every situation. Kind of like we already saw Doctor Strange do in Infinity War Part 1. You know, we've already seen that crap. So uh, anyway, so, so so Jamie wants, uh, you know, Peter to help him with uh, the big tiddlywink, which is called Clairvoyant, by the way. Mm -hmm. So Peter puts it in his backpack. Uh, and then all of a sudden, the, the, you know, the, someone comes in and screams, we got all got to leave, all got to leave because something catastrophic is happening. Well, right now, you know, because ripped from the headlines or, or whatever, you know, very and and uh, Simcaria. Yeah, yeah. Wherever civil sables, silver sables from your, uh, your favorite, silver your favorite foreign country in Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah, where Silver Sable, you know, was all, she was dead. Then she came back, you know, she first, the rhino drowned her, then he didn't drown her. And then uh, she, the, then she got burned up and now she's, you know, kind of laying prostate or whatever. And she created, you know, she has her own LMD or whatever. So people really don't know that she's incapacitated. Meanwhile, the evil Countess Karkov, who is, uh, uh, who was the former ruler of Latveria, who got kicked out, uh, or not Latveria, but Smukaria, you know, and she was also run. the who is also the ex-squeeze of Norman Osborn at one time. It's all complicated. But anyway, so Latveria and Smincaria or whatever are at odds, uh, yelling at each other, saying horrible things to each other, threatening each other, you know, and they're going to the United Nations. Of course, you know, that particularly effective international body. Oh, yeah. Um, so, so anyway, so, so Dr. Doom is there and, um, you know, uh, uh, Countess Karkov and the chameleon have uh, hired the hitman to assassinate Dr. Doom and send, you know, what they want to do is what Countess Karkov wants to do is, you know, create a war between Latveria and Simkaria and that the people of Simkaria are going to turn back to her in times of need, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, so everybody thinks, you know, Doom gets shot. The hitman shoots Doom and everybody thinks Doom is dead. And uh, except Jr. <laughs> except <laughs> every person who's read this who's reading this comic. <laughs> Spider-Man, you know, Spider-Man has read this comic before. Okay, Spider-Man has has seen this before, and uh, he goes in there and he shows he rips off the Doom's head because it's a Doom bot. Oh, but, you know, and it, of course it's a Doom bot. But this Doom bot apparently is self-aware, so he sticks his head back on, uh, and then he threat he threatens vengeance. Uh, so, you know, we, uh, so at the same time as he's threatening vengeance, all of a sudden Spider-Man 2099 pops in. Okay. And the purple dro green drooling hulks pop in and what? <laughs> no. A special guest appearance by JR's wife yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on the show in 10 plus years. I'd love to see that. Uh, just anyways, comes in and grabs uh, JR by the ear and goes, get off the internet. <laughs> uh, if she actually ever listened to the show, he might actually, you know. Yeah, he might not. Yeah, I, I I, would be sleeping out. SoFlo says, says JR puts things in their proper disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Miguel pops in with the green, uh, the, the green drooling purple hulks. Uh, and he basically says a whole bunch of nonsense. 
You know, I mean, because really the whole idea of this whole thing is not to really go anywhere. It's just to stand in place, you know, and run mm-hmm. like in a hamster wheel or whatever, because we got to have this thing go 12 parts and intersect through various issues. So Miguel just says, oh, uh, uh, hi, I'm back. And Spiron says, wait a minute, you weren't supposed to be back. The only reason you're, if you came back, then the timeline would be, would collapse. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, and Marty, Miguel, Miguel, it's your kids. <laughs> and Miguel says yeah everything's in chaos and uh oh but you know by the way you know here's this thing here there's all these multiverses out there but actually i'm from your future peter okay i'm not from another universe or whatever this really is uh, and i have no idea where this is going uh, so whatever so he says that gobbledygook boom he disappears and the great big flashlight well anyway of course dr doom is you know i mean he's uh, he sent all his doom bots and they're flying all over new york city and they're going to create all kinds of havoc you know and dr doom you know dr doom wants revenge and uh spider-man said you know uh, uh uh, ends we end the uh, end the issue with an extremely ineffective joke. Uh, as far as international incidents go, this one ranks six out of five Maria Hills. <sighs> anyway, last <laughs> okay. Okay. what does he say? What's the last sentence? I have no idea what's going to happen now. And we see a picture of the giant tiddlywink. Okay. So, and that is the end of issue number eight thirty five, boys and girls. What's your grade, Jr. I give it a D. Oof. Jeez. Ooh. Zach. A C minus minus. Okay. Uh, Mike. I'm giving it about a C as well. It's kind of, yeah. yeah. I, 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 I'll give it a C also. I'm not going to give it a minus. I'm going to save those for the next few issues. But uh, <laughs> yeah. the yeah. art is amazing in this comic. Uh, to a point. Yeah. There is mm-hmm. one particular panel that. What, what panel? Uh, it's it's where it's the panel where 299 and spidey meet up the way spidey's head looks does mm-hmm. not look like mm. it just the the way the angle I, of the of the of the spidey head is i thought I, the the scene of all the dooms flying in the sky was awesome looking yeah and i will say the way that miguel kind of vaporizes the way that kind of that affects it looks kind of pretty. I, neat. I love Gleason's twenty ninety nine. If Me he too. was if he was to draw the twenty ninety nine a, a twenty ninety nine book, I, he would be mm-hmm. the the best part of it. Um, I don't dislike the artwork. There's just like again, I talked about this last issue um, back in Vegas. Um, <laughs> I just there's parts of Gleason that I like, but there's certain things that Gleason does that it's just kind of mm-hmm. like it just kind of gives me a little pause. Well, mm-hmm. you know. Um, well, Jr. Let's hear your pros. What did you like? You gave it a what? D. I gave it a D. Yeah. You, what did did you like? What saved it? Nothing. Nothing. You hated every bit of it, huh? Yeah. He, I mean, he, he only get look, Brad after after he's, twelve uh, years. Uh, he's offended if he's personally offended. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, personally so, offended if it, it's an F. If it basically it's an D F is just a, right. Yeah. Right. A D is like so. Just a bad you have story. no pros, is what I'm gathering, Jr. No, I, I don't. It was a useless issue. I, useless. Did you even like the art? I thought the art was great. It's okay. It's not my favorite. Yeah. Any other pros? Mikey got some? Um, well, I do I do kind of enjoy the fact that we actually are getting a Doom Doctor Doom story, but I think it's pretty clear and probably I'll probably say more about this when we get to the later issues. Cons, right. Does anyone get the feeling that this that the twenty ninety nine stuff was kind of shoehorned in and then Spencer really wanted to do the Doom story as opposed to the twenty ninety nine stuff? Mm, I don't know. 
Yeah, I kind of think I kind of think it was. I mean, it, it's just because it, it doesn't quite fit look, together. I, you know, yeah. one of my all-time favorite issues of, of Amazing Spider-Man was Amazing uh, Four Ninety One, aka uh, oh, Volume Two Fifty. Mm-hmm. Where, where they oh, meet meet in the airport, where MJ and Peter meet at the airport, yeah. and you and you have Doom going through a metal detector. Yeah, and, right. You know all the all the problems that you would have with Doom. You know, as in general, and so I have a soft spot for Doom. I liked the 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 Stanley issue with Doom. Is that the uh, one where Flash was in the costume? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I remember that one. That was like uh, his first, the first time Doom basically faced Spider Man too. Right? Yeah. So yeah. like like I. And I have a soft spot for Doom. Doom, Doom to me, like I'm super excited about the new Marvel Legends that's coming out in, in January. Like, like the one that I'm really, really excited about is Doom. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I have a soft spot for Doom. If you go to Disney Plus and you watch the '81 Spider-Man cartoon, Doom is a big uh, villain. Oh yeah, in that, yes, in that yes, series, very much so. And that's a series but, that I think just criminally underrated in terms of like people yeah. that watched it because most people watched Amazing Friends but didn't watch the other one. I didn't because mm-hmm. it wasn't syndicated in St. Louis. Right. That's why I didn't see it. So or at least I, I didn't know where it was syndicated. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, so I, I think that like a, a good Doom story could be fun, mm-hmm. and and Doom is a Doom has no tolerance for Spider Man. Oh, should no. have no tolerance for Spider-Man nah, because, because Peter's going to sit there and, and he's going to be he's going to make jokes about how he goes to the bathroom, right? Okay, like like that's the type of thing that Peter's going to. So I I could see like this insignificant flea to Doom being a really good foil. Yeah, uh, I don't really care about the Simcaria subplot. I haven't cared about this for the last two issues, and now mm-hmm. we're going through it again. Well, that's because that's why I'm saying this is probably Spencer's story because this is obviously this is something he's yeah. the thing he's building up. I'm just saying that he has, but because for the sake of whatever the Marvel politics, you know, Marvel, that, you know, and corporate, I, I feel they bad going the twenty nine nine stuff. I feel bad yeah. jumping over Jr's cons, so let's go to Jr's cons first before we start opening up. So Jr, <laughs> biggest, big, this is your issue. So what's your biggest cons out of it? it it's it's a, who cares? It's a boring story. It's a boring story. Who get you know? Honest to God, who gives a rat's ass about Simcaria? Who cares? <laughs> I don't. I don't effing care. Why? Why is the international incident between Simcaria and Latveria a subject for a Spider-Man comic book? Well, it's it was not. it was part of the Assassin's National Nation. Well, it, plot. It, it, yeah, this, and it this, sucked it, in too. This <laughs> was one. This was one of those subplots that could have died with slot. Like we didn't mm. really need that particular yeah. subplot picked up upon i'd have been right. fine i mean i like silver sable as a character but i don't like international diplomatic relations silver sable right. well, unity, the, uh, you, one of yeah. my favorite aspects of spider-man is the private life versus the superhero life there's mm-hmm. no private life of spider-man no. in this, this storyline so very very little peter parker at all if any I mean, they, um, they, they, you have one scene with Peter Parker, and that's it. Well, I guess the next issue deals with his sister, but that I don't care for his sister. Yeah, so. but again, <laughs> be, yeah, because because if you think about it, though, I mean, kind of his, his private side. I mean, when Mary Jane kind of went off to do her own series, it's kind yeah, of like that's kind of like you, faded. You could, you could deal with Fred. You could deal with the you Bugle, could, yeah. You could yeah. deal with Kurt Connors at the school. Randy, anybody? Randy, yeah. Oh yeah. So JR biggest cons you don't care about silver sables uh, politics don't you don't care, care don't, about twenty ninety nine I don't think either I don't and I don't care about these loser people he's hanging out with now you know and yeah. you know with the giant tiddlywinks <laughs> and stuff like that I don't care you know Josh all- Nelson says even though the story isn't terribly interesting I think Spencer wrote it well enough oh yeah I mean it's a you know 
I'll, I'll say this. Yeah. This, this, this C minus minus, this would have been a D or an F if this had been Dan Slott. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because, because of the so dialogue would have been so much so far. Mm -hmm. The, the, oh, the yeah, dialogue would have been bad. It would have been, yeah. you know, beating you over the head about how how. Fantastic Four and the Avengers would have been in this book. Yeah, yeah. You, mm -hmm. you would have had the half the Marvel Universe would have been in the book, mm -hmm. and Peter Parker would have looked like a chump. Yeah, that's true. So, any other final thoughts on this issue before we go on? Nope. Okay. So, the next issue JR also has, uh, since we're kind of short staffed this month, uh, JR is taken on two. So we have Amazing Spider-Man number 35 Legacy is 836. You've got Spider-Man fighting a whole bunch of Douglas. Doom all you got to do is add one to whatever the big number well, is. Well, I forgot mm -hmm. what it was. <laughs> all you got to do is take the big number, add one, because, you know, oh, slot, well, could you leave. Yeah. slot could For leave. For 701, yeah, that's true. So, JR, take me through this. We've got a new penciler. And Tony Daniel, who penciled Batman for years, penciled this cover, it looks like. Yeah. He does he actually did repo. No, no that's, that's Anthony, Anthony Daniels. Daniels. But same name, different guys. Uh, oh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Cyborg's still on the cover, though. Go ahead, Jer. All right. Well, after the uh, riveting uh, conclusion, the last issue, uh, we now see that the Doombots are terrorizing Manhattan. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, it's it just I'm, I'm not really quite sure what Doom thinks he's accomplishing with this uh, because somebody tries to kill him. Uh, and so he somehow so like uh, blo blocking all the uh, uh, port exits out of Manhattan and mm -hmm. shutting down the power grid and everything like that is going to is going to accomplish something. I'm not sure what he thinks is, you know, going to accomplish by terrorizing all these people who have absolutely nothing to do with the hitman or anything like that. So the, the, and, and the Avengers do kind of show up in this, but they don't overtake the story. Like they're one panel. If you look. Yeah. So anyway, so, mm -hmm. so, you know, doom is doing his usual pontificating or whatever. And Peter thinks that uh, he, he figures that there's somebody who can help him. And of course that per you know, of all the contacts that Peter has made over the years and of all the people that he's looked to, uh, to provide solutions to problems. Uh, he finds the one person who's the best, who's the best that's ever been at it. Uh, his sister, Teresa, you know, uh, <laughs> You know, who just, who just flies in, yeah. you know, and, uh, and, uh, you know, Teresa says, you know, I'm looking for the chameleon. I hate the chameleon. I want to kill the chameleon. The chameleon killed, you know, my, uh, you know, my, uh, squeeze. Boyfriend. So, Which you know, I want to, I want to, I want to kill him. And, uh, yeah, who we never saw before and <laughs> barely seen her before, you know? So, and then of course the chameleon is talking with, you know, Countess, Countess, uh, Karkov, um, uh, you Bless know, you. and, yeah. And, uh, of course he's like saying, gee whiz, you know, why did you have to burn down New York all around me or whatever? And, uh, and, uh, basically she says, well, <laughs> I never did give a rats about blank about you or whatever. In fact, <laughs> in fact, I, uh, uh, told, I told somebody where you are and they're going to come and kick your ass. And then at that time, boom, you know, Spider-Man and Teresa come in, Teresa shoots a chameleon in the arm. Uh, and of course, then Spider-Man has to give one of his patented "We're better than that" speeches, like that. You know, yawn, yawn, yawn. yawn. 
Mike uh, is yawning right now. <laughs> yeah. Yawn, yawn, yawn. The only the only person that wants that wants the chameleon shot in the face is JR because you know his, his second favorite character is the Punisher. Mm-hmm. So let, let the doctor reflect, counselor. Well, this is good Punisher that's actually shooting the chameleon. So technically that kind of counts. But I mean, it's <laughs> like it is like, well, I don't know. I, I sometimes I just get tired of I get tired of Peter's uh we're better than that. I mean, the, come on, come on. I mean, you know, and because he even tells Teresa that the chameleon built the robot parents. Mm-hmm. Of course, oh yeah, that that was a callback. Yeah, he yep. conveniently admits the fact though that the chameleon was just a pawn of Harry Osborne. But I guess that's not a salient point, you know, right now. So we'll just ignore it. Um, so they find that the hitman is dead. Well, he's not really dead, but apparently the hitman was dead. If you read Spectacular oh, Spider-Man yeah. number five about, you know, 30 something years ago. Uh, yeah, 30 years ago. Uh, but now, but he got cloned by Zach's favorite. Uh, no, uh, no. Whoa, 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 ben whoa, 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 no. whoa, whoa. <laughs> What? That That's abortion true. of a story does not exist. <laughs> that was, was not Ben Riley. See it. He was the, he, Jekyll. He was the 27th it's ben 27 ben, ben 27 ben 27 not ben 10 ben 27 yeah not so, the not the real jackal but. so the anyway so because you know he, he cloned him you know i mean again another story that it's like you know we we could have gone they the could have never mentioned it again without referring to that thing again. So, but the, so you find him so dead, that, but apparently the hit man JR, that, that's two references of stories you don't like. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the robot parents from the 90s, the clone conspiracy from last couple of years. I know what grade you're giving at this point. The book's not even <laughs> half reviewed. <laughs> well, you know, and apparently the hitman who yeah. he's the hitman, he's just in a sense. The ability to upload his consciousness to the cloud and download it to another body. Uh, How did he get this power? I have absolutely no idea. So, anyway, so the chameleon, you know, says a lot of smart. By the way, but the real quick, Jr. The the hitman refers to clicks now. The hitman hits at the website up in the cloud. Jesus, nothing, nothing. YouTubers, tell me you like that. That joke, was YouTubers. not a good joke. Come on, I think JR is just going to take this grade, take, take his grade down a letter grade just for that. <laughs> I, I want to go <laughs> jump, off, D for jump off a bridge. At least he didn't say anything about liking the cover. <laughs> hey, here's the thing. I want to go jump off a bridge so I can be cloned by, ben, by the 27th version of Ben Riley to come oh, back yeah. for this. Wait, yeah, that's what we need. <laughs> Stack 27. Exactly. <laughs> Go ahead. So, Go anyway. ahead Jer. <laughs> so anyway, then all of a sudden, you know, uh, the giant, the giant titlywink in Spider-Man's backpack is starting to glow. And, and guess what? I mean, apparently Spidey 2099's boom, you know, in and out uh, of the 2019 created this energy surge, which now has the ability to power up the, the, the tiddlywink. Because as Spider-Man's boring-ass partner, Jamie, from the previous issue said, he said, oh, I just need a big power source so it can do all the quantum calculations. But I can't have too big of a power source because then I'll start tearing apart the multiverse uh Anyway, it's like mm-hmm. okay, whatever, and uh, so 
So anyway, as the giant tiddlywink glows, then Spider-Man kind of goes through, a, you know, uh, he goes through this this thing where he sees alternate realities. And, you know, the sharp-eyed folks will re will re recognize the uh, Spider-Man from uh, uh, Dark... Uh, uh, Spider-Man Rain. Spider-Man Rain, okay, mm -hmm. and uh, the uh, the uh, Spider-Man with the leather jacket, six hundred, uh, five hundred, five hundred, yeah, you know, and, yeah. and reference and the uh, you know references to the a the uh, Spider-Girl world and, yeah. and sins of future days of future past. So anyway, so then he sees Lila, the hologram, yeah, which I, as when I remember Lila, she looked like Marilyn Monroe, but I guess she doesn't look like Marilyn Monroe anymore. I guess Miguel's taste to change or no, or I think whatever. the artist just is off. I think she's supposed so, to look like Marilyn yeah, Monroe. Yeah, she's supposed to look like she's still artist, supposed to look like Marilyn. This yeah. artist is rough, man. Mm -hmm. so, so anyway, so you know, she says, "Oh well, I'm here to help you interpret all these 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 multiverse projections, so you can figure out the best solution to your problem." You've got a problem, right? Spider-Man says, yeah, I've got a problem. Uh, so anyway, th then, then we go back to, um, then we go back to, uh, the, uh, 2019. or I guess the real world and uh, the chameleon, they're going to try to fool Doom because that always works. Mm -hmm. uh, so the chameleon uh, turns himself into a Latverian security guard who says, hey, doc, doc, look, the hitman's body. This guy tried to kill you, but uh, he died trying to escape. So, you know, uh, so everything's okay now. You can go away. And, you know, so and Doom looks at him and, you know, of course, you know, and, 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 and you know, Teresa and the chameleon said, this isn't going to work. And it doesn't work. Doom is not fooled. Doom is not fooled. <laughs> Doom is not fooled. Uh, he's he, not fooled. He, he, he fools them. That's what he does. He's not. <laughs> and since since Spider-Man had just seen a projection of the Sentinel frying Wolverine uh, in Days of Future Past, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Doom says, huh, I'll use that as my motif, and I'll fry Spider-Man and Teresa Parker right here. And boy, the, the the issue concludes, and we're how are they, you know, what they're dead now. I mean, I guess that's the end, you what, know. What, so, uh, well, you know, the artwork is so bad. I mm -hmm. thought Doom blasted the chameleon and the hitman. Evidently, that is Teresa and Peter Parker getting, yeah, yes. yeah, so, the artwork yeah. cannot does not convey who those people are that are getting hit. So no, the, the, the I, artwork is woefully inconsistent. It's yeah. like the later that we got in the issue, the yeah. worse the artwork got. Well, right. when they got to get a fill in artist for like, when you're halfway through a story arc, that's when you know, certain things are bad. Something's you know, that's a sign for that's a sign of problems. JR. I gave it a D. Oh, not an F. Okay, not personally offended. No, I wasn't personally offended. You know, there's only a handful of times I've been personally offended. Right. So Mike. Ah, yeah, I'm kind of, this would otherwise be a C if not for the art. So it's going to be probably like about a D plus actually. D plus. Yeah, it's not great. Back. Okay. So I'm giving this a C minus and, and I'll, I'll explain why that this gets a slightly higher grade than last mm. issue. Okay. Mm -hmm. Are we going to do a pros? I was going to well, wait for Jay. Set it up. Explain your point. Um, One, I think I, I actually like parts of the art better. Um, the I have, issue? Than the previous issue, yes. Not me, bro. Uh, I said parts of the art, not all of the art. Um, Chameleon is a magnificent bastard, mm -hmm. and I love when Chameleon is a magnificent bastard. So I, I have, I, like, I don't dislike. Like Chameleon is one of those characters that I've always felt like didn't get a doesn't get enough due. 
enough credit for what he is. I love the line where he's like, not bad girl, but no one can hit like my brother. It's like, all right, you know, like I, you know, cool. Um, the MC, like the referencing of the robot parents, as bad as that is, mm-hmm. the fact that he has the co- the cojones to reference that particular storyline, I gotta give I gotta give Spencer some uh, some some props to it. Mm-hmm. Um, however, like it's it's almost negated by the fact that he has to reference the worst clone story in the history of clone <laughs> stories yeah. mm-hmm. and clone conspiracy, right. uh, which was morally offensive. But then we go to the we go to the you know the, 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 the crossing of the streams. And I'm a, <laughs> I am a awesome. and I am a I have a soft spot for anything that references MC2. So like there's a lot of good and a lot of bad. Mm-hmm. Um, like I say, the, the artwork was not as parts of it was not as good. Um, and then of course Doom like I love the part where Doom says, You fools, you really believe you could trick Doom? Like I just you know the the magnificent bastardness of Doom plus mm. the magnificent bastardness of the chameleon like like that's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich I would I would eat. We uh, mm. heard some pros out of it, Zach Jr. Do you have pros for your degraded comic? No, better than the last one. Or same? No, I don't know. Same. Mm. Okay. Yeah. What's your opinion on the art, Jr. Better or worse than the last issue? I didn't notice any difference. Oh, yeah. oh, I did. Wow, I, did That's, I mean, because I but, think I think part of it is is correct me if I'm wrong, but does it look like that this guy that um, uh, let me look up the artist's name? I don't think he I did mean, any much inking Oscar on this thing. Bazildua. No, no, yeah, Oscar Oscar Bazal Yeah, I don't think he I don't think he actually did any. He did very minimal inking. And sometimes when you put when you don't have enough inking on the thing, that it makes it it gives kind of that really kind of like washed well, out. Kind like of I like, like that opening page with Peter like swinging with the backpack, but mm-hmm. that was probably the best Spider-Man shot of the entire issue. Yeah, right. Yeah, and and Brad, you and I know how it is when it comes to bad Spider-Man eyes. Yeah, um, we see that in Miles Morales every month. We see it every month with Miles Morales, and we're kind of getting a little bit of that boxy kind of not Spider-Man like mm-hmm. eyes mm-hmm. in this issue. Yeah. Jr. Oh, actually, Mike, do you have any pros? Because I'm going to go Jr. Um, I actually, um, actually, Zach, you did bring up the thing about the what about the the idea about the you know, Spider-Man's where they were actually referencing the robot parrot story and how it led to that. Yeah, I know it led to the whole. I'm the the spider is dead. I am the spider is dead. I am the spider. No, the, yeah, no, Parker is dead. I am the spider. That whole yeah. nonsense thing. Yeah. But I do like the fact that it is kind of like they're trying. It is kind of a character moment. Like he is trying to trying to tell Teresa says, Hey, I know exactly how you're going through. He manipulated me and everything like this. And I went to a dark place and I don't recommend you going there. It would have worked right. better if we actually known, you know, Teresa's boyfriend for like about yeah, know, more the, than a, more the, than a half a panel. More than a, an issue, pan- yeah. yeah. More than an issue. Yeah. But, but we don't even know Teresa to care about her. I mean, true. Uh, yeah. You know, here, here, here's the thing. I mean, w- the idea of Spire, Peter Parker having a sister, you know, it, it's like, well, you know, it, it's like a lot of things. It could work in the execution. I mean, it's no. mm-hmm. Spider-Man in, in a way is a big, long soap opera. One of the common uh, tropes of soap yeah. operas is long lost relative showing up. Mm-hmm. His parents were spies. We've already crossed that line. I mean, so his yeah. parents were spies. So the idea that he's got this super secret agent sister isn't, it's, it's not, not a bad concept. No. It's not a cannon buster, you know, but it's like, okay, but who is she? What is she? Mm-hmm. What, what, you know, what purpose is she going to serve in the story? I, I mean, they tried to flush her out in spec, but that just went off the rails. You oh, know, yeah. but I mean, she's just going to fly in and out. I mean, what, what, why does she 
have to be in this particular story. I, I mean, know. it could be any flying wing girl, couldn't it? You know, well, I mean, because again, Mary Jane has got her own series. Aunt May doesn't know who Peter is, so we got to have somebody that in the know of Peter and Peter's family circle that has to know. But don't want to say Mockingbird, Brad. Come on. <laughs> well, I mean, she knows his no. identity and she flies. No. No. We already had Mockingbird. Remember, yeah, we, had, we had to ask about his her feminist who'd agenda. Be a, who'd be another, who'd be another uh, female hero that knows Spider-Man's identity? You could have Captain Marvel. Like Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel. He, Captain he dated Marvel, her. Yeah. Yeah, but then she overpowered the entire everything else in the. Well, world. I mean, if you go off, <laughs> if you go off of in game, like she would yeah. have, like nuke Doom to like next <laughs> yeah. week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jr., your cons. Well, again, you know, this whole thing with the uh, the multiverse is just getting. I mean, is getting boring as hell. I mean, we, Sony just did. I mean, we're, 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 we're multi, we're being multiversed out of our minds. You know, I mean, we, we just, you know, we, we had the, the, the cartoon. Okay. We had another spider verse, you know, just concluded another spider verse. Yeah. And now we've got this where the multiverse, you know, 2099 is in trouble. Or, I mean, hasn't 299 self-destructed before. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, 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 you know, and, and of course the, it all comes back to 2019, you know, I mean, Miguel says, well, our scientists can't figure out what's going on or what's causing it, but it all comes back here. It's like, oh, again. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you get, and, and the it's, like it's, a, it's a, it's a, you've been down this road many times. It's, it's exactly. A and the giant, again, like I said, we just saw the, what the giant tiddlywink can do. We just saw that in, in, the Avengers movies, really. I mean, with Doctor oh. Strange going through the 14 million alternatives. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on. Full screen. What was that again? <laughs> What's that? What did Doctor Strange do? Oh, uh, Doctor Strange, uh, he's, he said, uh, I have uh, looked through 14 million. Oh, no. Okay. okay. He went, you know, uh, the internet. I, I, just saw, I, just, I just saw 14 Somebody's million. Somebody's going to make alternative. that into a GIF. Yeah, I know. Sorry, I'm not a crook. So, I mean, I'm going to tell you no, I'm not a crook. So, so being, being, I mean, outside of my own, my, again, I don't, the story's being drug out. I mean, yeah. really, it's like nothing happened. I mean, it, it's it, when I was going through this, you know, I was thinking, uh, damn, it really went qu through quickly or whatever. Yeah. I mean, what happened? So a, a lot of, you know, a lot of stuff we've seen before. There is nothing new in this story. And really, do we really care about the stakes? Because no. the stakes, the ultimate stake is to get the 2099 line going again. That's the ultimate. I, I stake. guess so. Yeah. I would have to say this is my least favorite Spencer arc. Mm. And I like Miguel O'Hara a lot, but I just think the artwork's off. The focus yeah. on Spider-Man's private life is off. Um, I, I I don't care. I'm really not caring about this book. Uh, any other cons, JR? No. no, no. Uh, Zach cons? Um, look, you know, this, this particular story could have been done two issues ago. Maybe done. In, in, we had to make it a mini event. We had to have Conan twenty ninety nine. We had to have four, had to have four <laughs> issues of this. Venom twenty ninety nine. We had to have mm -hmm. what I, else? I forget. X Men twenty ninety nine. I think we're half of that. Thing. We're going to be covering Ghost Rider. Half of that we're going to be covering on Spider Satellites. Punisher twenty ninety nine. Like they but, wanted to sell a whole event through this storyline, and the main story doesn't 20, have that 20, much hey, content. Twenty ninety nine Alpha. 
and Omega. And twenty nine nine hundred. Because because how do you want to guarantee that a a, a story is going to be is going to suck? You put an Alpha and an Omega in front of it. And they have it be Spider-Man. That's been sucking since the nineties. What was it? Yeah, that's like what what was the Spider Clone thing? Maximum clonage alpha. Maximum clonage alpha and omega. Omega, Uh, Okay, up until Max okay, up until Clone Conspiracy came out, there was like a top three worst clone stories that we ever did, right? (laughs) One of those was Maximum Clonage Omega, the Nightmare on Scarlet, (laughs) which was the Joe Wade Scarlet Spider. Oof. Okay, and, and, and then you had Scarlet Spider Unlimited number one, which may have been the single most offensive issue of the entire Clone Saga. And then we covered all that in Clone Saga Chronicles. And then we have to cover Clone Conspiracy. <laughs> Man. And that abortion of a story um, was patently offensive to any type of clone fan. Mm-hmm. So, again, I just I just feel like, you know, why? Why does this story exist? Yeah. All right, Mike Cons. Um, I think it's just a just a, just mainly the overall art of this thing, which just really threw me off. That's the main one of my main gripes. The other thing is too is just like, yeah, I'm not really into this whole like, oh, chameleon, you know, all this thing going back like, oh, we got the trying to be all complex. It's like, oh, the chameleon hired the hitman. The hitman used to be dead, and oh no, he was a clone, and we're just gonna bring, we're just trying to do this whole plot of trying to take over this country that this fictional fictitious country that nobody's ever heard of. Um. Yeah, it just got to the point where it's just like it's just trying to be. It's it's definitely one of those trying to do like these international entry. It's almost like again, it's like Spencer took like two different things. Like it's uh, it's clear it seems like the Simcaria stuff and the twenty nine nine stuff was supposed to be two separate things, and then he just kind of smushes them all together to see what kind of make you know see what he can make it out of it. Doesn't make a good peanut butter cup. Nope, yeah, does and, not. And neither. And, and with that, I mean, I apologize to interrupt, but the international thing and and the uh, multiverse. Neither one of them are really good stories for spider-man these no. aren't spider-man stories <laughs> no not really <laughs> harrowing wants to know do you think spencer did this arc just so he could write a Sp- spider-man 2099 book oh maybe i mean but it's clearly marvel wants to try to bring back this line i mean it's just a, it's yeah. just a, you know, but i just again like i've said before on this podcast i just think it's weird that with 80 years left to go 2099 is not that really I mean, we won't probably some of us won't see it in our lifetimes, but but it just seems like I sure it's, so won't. <laughs> it's just so weird. It's just so weird to think that that that, that it's not that far off and everything like this. And I'm trying to say I'll oh, be over a hundred years old. I will not be doing this podcast in eighty years. No. no. Okay, are we ready to move on to the next issue, Mike? But that's a, yes, but that's a good might as well. But that's a good point. I mean, it's becoming less and less remote all the mm-hmm. time. So it yeah yeah. I don't think right. also the kids. Today, picking up a comic book, 2099 doesn't have the same attachment. I think this book is relying on the people 20 years ago that bought the 2099. Exactly. Line. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this is this is a situation where, um, because I just I just kind of skimmed through Omega, uh, 2099 Omega, and it's basically like redoing the origin story of Miguel. Mm -hmm. Oh, again? Like yeah. So it's like for the third time in a row, I guess. Um, I'm good. So you get old Miguel and new Miguel or young oh, Miguel. No. Oh no. And man. old Miguel is like you'd have to become a hero and young Miguel's like, I don't want to become a monster. <laughs> and then he becomes and then at the oh, end, man. spoiler alert, he becomes he becomes Spider Man twenty ninety nine. So it's like here's the question though. His bro- his half brother, Cron Stone, is he is he Venom or Scorpion? I don't know. 
DC Marvel <laughs> fan guy says, I'm one of Spencer's biggest supporters on Spidey and Superior Foes, but this was by far his weakest story on the title. Oh, yeah. And I, yeah. I, would, I would agree 100% on that. And we're not even done yet. We're no. not. Well, let's, wait. Let's, there's let's more. There's more. Up, Mike. Okay. ASM 837. Again, yes. Tony Daniel Art. Yes. Otherwise, uh, you know, yeah, the cover is great, sort of. It's not one of Tony eh. Daniel's best. No, it's um, not. And uh, again, we got the uh, same artist as we did last time. Right. And and like last time, we opened with Spider-Man ba and Teresa basically sizzling on the floor after being blasted by Doom. And we didn't. We like, discover who Doom blasted. I had no idea. The last issue. Yeah. Spider-Man extra crispy. Yes. Yeah. And then Original Doom rest. just and then Doom just kind of walks up to him and then and Spider-Man basically makes like a little bit of a, you know, a little bit of a wide, you know, kind of make a little bit of wisecrack and he goes, you know, at least you know at least you know say, saying how. How you can always tell it's the real Doom because the smell gives it away, and then Doom's like doesn't just blast him. And then we find out that Nick Spencer has made me have recently watched um, Edge of Tomorrow, otherwise known as, <laughs> as you know die yeah. you know die repeat whatever that movie with Tom Cruise where it's basically like Groundhog Day except he gets killed over and over again during the war thing. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what we get here for. Several pages, we uh, Spidey talks to uh, Lyda, the hologram from 2099. He says what they're looking through, it turns out they're looking through is various scenarios, like different mo of different possibilities that we could go. He doesn't actually, Spidey doesn't actually experience them. He just kind of views them. So it kind of removes a lot of the, you know, kind of the, the weight and suspense out of it. So it's just like, oh, okay. So Spider-Man's like, all right, so we know that didn't work. Let's see what happened. Let's see what this happens. And they do this. And then they let's do that. Do some what ifs. Yeah, well, let's do a very, let's just throw a bunch of what ifs in there. And it's like, and a lot of it doesn't work out. There is a thing where Spider makes Spider-Man actually makes another deal with Mephisto in one of these scenarios. <laughs> which, and it doesn't end well. No, yeah. it basically I don't know if it's I can't I think it's I think it's both he and Doom get tied up and yeah. well, I mean because yeah, Doom and Doom and Mephisto go back a ways. They do. Right. Oh so yeah. So that's actually did. a good continuity point. There is, yeah. Mom, but isn't this also referencing a Spider-Man Deadpool cover or something? Oh like yeah. That too? Yep. Yeah. That too. Oh, yeah. Uh there's also another scenario where basically Doctor Doom basically takes over the United States again and has all everybody else kind of becomes Doom and mm -hmm. it's just all these different different scenarios, like every which way, but in every single one of these things. Spider-Man is defeated or killed or, you know, basically turned into so much bacon. Um, it's, ba it's basically, you know, every possible arrow they can think of. So says, okay, we've gone through all these things. Every single time so he says, okay, is there anything that we can do? What is the probability of this thing? And so, and he basically explains to Lyda what his potential plan is. And she says, oh, well, that one's like about maybe 86%, you know, successful or 80%, something like that. And Spidey's radical idea is to just tell Doctor Doom the truth. He basically just says, "Hey, Doom, you. This was all a setup. This was all a trap. You're basically they want you to do this because the cameras are on. They're watching this whole thing. They want you. They wanted you to, you know, get angry enough to so you can attack New York and attack New York and you know." wreak havoc on it so that now there, there'll be excuse to have war against you with that variant and they basically relied on your own e and and of course dr doom being the egotistical you know you know guy of pride he does not take this particularly well i mean he's kind of like oh okay so he does not look like he does not like the fact that he may, was made to look like a chump so after he basically swat spider-man away he says okay fine he and all of his Doombots decide we're going to go attack New York anyway. 
but they do it in a way where there's no casualties whatsoever. Oh, sure, they basically knock, they basically blow up parts of the different landmarks, cut the Statue of Liberty's arm off, and all this other stuff. But nobody is harmed. It's just a lot of collateral damage yeah. that everyone's going to have. That damage control is going to have, or you know, the U.S. is going to have to spend billions of dollars worth of cleanup. And he just kind of goes away. He says, "There, there's my warning shot. Fine, you can't, you know, you know." And he just takes off. And it's like. Oh, we saved the day, I guess. So mm-hmm. that's that's their that's their thing. Um, and I guess there's a thing, and I guess what ha- and we get to come oh, and meanwhile, we get to the other 299 part of this book, and where Miguel suddenly finds himself on an island in the middle, I guess, in the it's some character. Is this uh, 2019 the island? It's a 29. It's probably so because the because person the, he finds because the girlfriend, because, his his baby's yeah. mama. Yeah, yeah, his pink hair, his pink haired girlfriend from mm-hmm. uh, from the twenty nine nine uh, from the Spider Man twenty nine uh, series. Yeah, the most recent Peter island, David. But, yeah, yeah with his Peter. with his with his kid. With his kid, yeah. Yeah, so it's like, oh, and he's kind of happy because he remembers who. You'd have to, you'd had have read twenty ninety nine, the last volume, to understand who that is. Uh, and yeah, I bet you Jr. did not know who that was. I completely me, forgot. No, I, no I completely forgot her name. So yeah, I did I, too. I knew Miguel had a kid with her. Yeah. But yeah, so he's kind of he kind of gets a happy he kind of gets a happy ending. He doesn't go back to the future, but he kind of ends up being with her on this on this deserted ending. island. Yeah. Meanwhile, we go back to whatever that you know to back to uh, Peter and uh, Jaime and their whatever that do that do that thing that they have that little hologram thing. What Jr. call it? What Jeff or Jr. called the thing? Giant tiddlywink. Tiddlywink. The giant tiddly, right. giant tiddlywink. And so Peter Parker kind of changes his mind. Says, "Yeah, we, maybe we can kind of use this for a power source of some kind." Um, and then we close out. We also get a scene where where Silver Sable. I'm not sure if this was in one of the tie-in books where Silver Sable's in the hospital. I think she's in a coma. No, this was from like the. the no, this the, was an ASM. This oh, was this ASM. was an ASM. Okay, I must yeah. have skipped this issue. Okay, so she's in a coma, and I guess whatever the other other you know drag the other evil you know simcaria lady thing who wants to try who's been trying to vie for you know silver sable's position she kind of goes in there and kind of again explains what the plan was that hey we knew that doom was going to basically get mad at us and everything like this and you know you know stuff like that you know start shooting stuff up and everything like this uh we orchestrated this and we and and so now we have the excuse and even though he didn't and even though america's probably not even though he kind of you know America's not going to involve with this. We still have I basically people have now questioned Silver Sable's leadership. Basically saying, why in the world should we go for a mercenary for hire when they can go for somebody like, you know, this other lady and everything who seemed to be more dignified. So now we got the so now we got the the, the, the we got now now we've got the thing for that she is now going to basically be in charge of Simcaria and she's going to mobilize, you know, people like we've got this excuse now that basically, you know, you know, why does she want no him to go to why does she go on to go to war for the weapons profit? I think so. I think it's okay. some, yeah, it's it's some kind of thing where she wants, she's no, she wants to take over the entire country. Entire, she does country. She yeah. she wants to be the the reigning. She wants Latveria and Simcaria. She wants she wants yeah. them both. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Yeah. So she kind of feels like because she feels like because Latveria is like kind of supposed to be like an ancient enemy and everything like this, and so yeah. she figures like, and so this is now our excuse. It's basically now we have our excuse to basically take it over and everything like this, and we don't have to deal with you know Silver Sable, you know, because you're you're pretty much you're going to be pretty much uh, voted out as as leader of the country you've essentially been, you've been, been you, voted off the island you've been voted off the, yep <laughs> um 
And then we finally get to a scene, another scene with Teresa Parker. I think she's going to see, basically goes to see the chameleon who's basically in a cell. And he, before she leaves, he says, oh, he mentioned some other thing about, oh, did you hear about, oh, you forgot, oh, I forgot to tell you such and such about something. You might want to hear this about, I think it has, if I look it up quickly, it might have to do something with her. It I, says another interrog interrogation, interrogation session, session so soon. Yep. Delightful. I, I was getting so lonely in the cell, but then you know all about being alone, don't you, don't, Teresa? Yeah. No, wait, don't leave. The fun yeah. just getting yeah. started, says the community. Started, yeah. So he is kind of implying that he knows a lot more about her that you know that she realized basically. So it's right. kind of like maybe it's implying like, oh hey, you know, I've known about your parents, I know about you and all this other stuff and everything. So maybe yeah. ooh, like more intrigue about you know trying to continue that plot. So and that's where the comic ends. Um, My grade. Eh, it's slightly better than the other one. I'll give it a C minus, but eh, it's slow. It's not really, it's not something, I mean, this whole arc is like, it's not the, the, the whole, again, the politics of the thing. I at least like the fact that they did try to incorporate the 299 story into this and make it part of the plot, even if it was kind of like, even though they did this Groundhog was so, Day. This did. was so loose though. I mean, <laughs> I know, even though they did, yeah, it was, it was, they tried to, they tried to ground. They groundhog dated in order to figure because he figured that's the only way to get out of this. So we got a C minus out of Mike. Is that what you said? Yeah. yeah Zach, this is a C plus. Um, I'll get into I'll get into that in a minute. Jr. Mm -hmm. I'll give it another D. Mm -hmm. C minus out of me again. Yeah, not digging it. Yeah. Mike yeah. Pros. Um, again, I did, I mean, I appreciate the fact that Spencer was, I mean, at least compared to the last two issues, at least he's trying to tie in the, um, he's trying to make, he gives a reason for there to be a 299 setup in this and tries to tie it into the major plot. But even if it, like I said, even though he did groundhog date it, um, with the whole, you know, live, die, repeat scenarios, um, but a lot of the, and I think, I guess you can say that Miguel has a nice, you know, he, at least he has, he gets, he has a nice ending. You know, he gets back to the, to his, uh, you know, you know. Do they the address this loves. in Omega, Zach? I haven't read Omega yet. Uh, it's not hardly like basically Omega is like setting up a, a 2099 series. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. so did this Miguel that we read in the previous Peter David era, is that his happy ending? I, I guess so. I don't. Yeah, he gets. I think he gets a, I think it's a happy ending. I think that there's also going to be like a Miguel that is twenty ninety nine. I think it's like basically completing the time loop. Right. Yeah. Um, and so yeah. yeah. So the, and and then the other and I guess so. But yeah, and I guess that's pretty much. That's pretty much my pros, really. I mean, it's just yeah. like it's you no. Know, Jr. I don't think you have any pros. You haven't had any pros all of this episode. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, Zach, pros out of you. Um. I, look, uh, I thought the tongue-in-cheek reference to "One More Day." Um, yeah, that was good. Was was actually how Peter Parker should react to making a deal with the devil. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Jared, did you like that reference to the devil? Uh, the devil deal. Well, there have been a lot of oblique references to it for yeah for years, a long time. So what's the point? You know, mm -hmm. either let's let's do something about it or let's stop referencing it. You know, I agree. I, I, I agree. But I still think that the, I, I think it's actually the, like the last few references have been starting to set things up. Um, I still think a Mephisto storyline's coming up in twenty. Yeah, it's got it at some point. Um, I, I liked how, like, the best way to defeat Doom 
is through his own hubris. Mm-hmm. And that, that to me rings true with yeah. how this particular story arc goes. Uh, I, you know, I, at first I didn't like the heel turn where he's decided to destroy shit just to destroy shit. Um, but then it makes sense when he got his, his system hacked. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, because that's exactly what happened. Basically, the, the mm-hmm. people hacked the doom bots, bots. Yeah. into creating all this collateral damage for no reason. Hmm. Um, and that's right. And then Doom did not did not want to admit that because uh, yeah, again, yeah, that Doom, would hurt his pride because because Doom's ego wouldn't allow it, and that yeah. and that completely is in character for Doctor Doom. Oh the, yeah, uh, Doctor Doom is the greatest of everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's almost he's kind of Trumpian in that in that he, he's absolutely <laughs> the best at everything he's ever done. Um, but you know, the the bit with Teresa and the chameleon being a magnificent bastard was kind of good. Mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, chameleon being back at Ravencroft and being an, a being a great A jackass is you know is within chameleons chameleons mo. Um, I like the fact that there's a bit of not even the Avengers could fix this, but Peter Parker eventually uses his own head and actually doesn't need the Avengers and somebody else to save him. True, yeah, you that's know, a he, pro. That's a True. huge pro. I mean, if this had been the slot era, the Avengers would have showed up and they would have stopped doing. Yeah. Um, it, it, the fact that Peter Parker, even though he's got all this stuff going on, is is the star of his own book in this particular issue, mm-hmm. is a pro for me. Um, you know, actually, fa- Spider Man is the the pre- the focus on this. Peter Parker's life had nothing yeah, to do. Yeah, with I, I mean, I mean yeah. Spider Man, Spider Man. But yeah, um, yeah, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more. You know, a, a slice of life, Peter Parker. Yeah, I just feel like that this arc, um. Well, he kind of had it with his his college buddy, or yeah, but it's just not met, like, but, like it got no. set up really with the previous arc, and it's just yeah, it's to be mm. continued. So I'm like, right, I, I'm ready to move on. Like we're we're, we're mm. getting into 2020. I feel yes, like we're kind of we're kind of spinning our wheels right now, and that mm-hmm. that to me is something that's kind of bothering me same. about the about this run. So I'm hoping that when we get into 2020, starting with issue 37. We'll start getting back on track mm-hmm. um, because we want to see Kindred. We want to see Mary Jane. I think, yeah. uh, and I'm going to say this: we want to see Fred. <laughs> yeah, Fred. Um, I, I think it's a profound mistake to continue the Mary Jane series. Mm. Um, oh, I don't know about that. No, because I, I really think after, like, to me, because uh, it takes Mary Jane out of this book, because it's going to take the focus of Mary Jane out of the book, and I think that mm. spinning her off into her own book and keeping her in her, and I know that Jai Town Spidey is like throwing things at the screen right now, mm-hmm. but the fact of the matter is, is that you know we've had Mary Jane off doing this movie, which made sense having her own series for the you know for five six issues. But now we, we're, we're not going to have Mary Jane be a focus of ASM, which has been the best part of the Spencer run. So mm-hmm. to me, yeah. um, that's that's why I'm not a fan of continuing the Mary Jane series past issue five. But um, like I say, we, we want more Kindred. We want more Fred. We want we want to. And it seems like by the time we get to March, we'll finally figure out what the hell Fred did to uh, get the ire of the kingpin. So, oh yeah. Uh, starting yeah. to start. I feel like we're JR mentioned it. I think was a last may have been last month that issue 50 was probably going to be the, the kind of the culmination of, of much of the arcs that we've been establishing mm-hmm. with, with Spencer. So uh, there's some, th- some plot threads that need to be tied up and it looks like in the next um, six months or so, we're going to get to that point. Yeah. JR, your major cons. Well, the, the, the first half of the story is, 
is ridiculous. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many well, times can I mean, Spider-Man like, die? It's coming. I mean, it's, yeah. it's like, but I mean, you know, it, it's funny. I mean, because first of all, there's like a couple pages that shows s- summaries of all the scenarios going wrong, but then we still have to have more pages of scenarios going wrong. Oh, so yeah. mm-hmm. the, the, you know, so half the issue is take, I mean, it's padded. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's deliberately yeah. padded and it shows. Yeah. This so, is, this is Spencer's worst decompression arc that I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. This would have nor like everything prior to this would have been done in two issues. This, well, is, this, this is like almost as if they took like, like all the criticisms I all the things I liked about the the Mac the minimum carnage or the absolute carnage arc about how they tied it into that overall story arc. Yeah, I you it don't was solid. Get, it was really solid and it was the way to do it. And then immediately after we get this arc, which is supposed to tie into twenty ninety nine, and it doesn't really fit at all. Yeah, isn't I mean, this, this the, isn't this the third major crossover big story for Spencer? Because we mm-hmm. had hunted, which had multiple spinoffs. Yeah, you had. But he was he was uh, he was carnage. Yeah, but he was the yeah, lead no. driver of of hunted, which yeah. was profoundly different. I mean, he's right. the lead. Oh no, he's not the lead artist on Absolute Carnage. Okay, yeah, Ab- Absolute Carnage. No, he's, absolutely. he's reacting to Donny Cates. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I think right. him and Donny yeah. Cates working together is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. No, because I think they're the they're the two str- strongest team. Uh, Right. The, those guys are the two strongest, strongest writers on any um, line of Marvel right now. Yeah, and those actually those issues with the with the with the Maximum Carnage, uh, uh, you know, Absolute Carnage uh, issues with the what we got into the character of Norman Osborn was actually yeah. pretty good character studies. This right. one is like more like like what Jr. saying. It's kind of like what happened with the, in the clone, you know, in in that one part of the clone conspiracy where we saw Ben Ben how you know, yeah. Ben twenty seven was born, but he basically can killed over and over and over again. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's and it, this is it's the same joke here. But it's more played more humorous. But it's like, yeah, we get it. We kind of get the. It's, it's, it's yeah. not like you're trying to. You're trying to do the whole live die repeat thing again. And, and, and it just, just it, it just, it felt like that they were padding this out because he had a, he had spider. He has he had a twenty ninety nine story that he wanted to do. Do yep. And Nick Lowe said, "Well, you need to make this into like an event." Yeah. And so we're going to tie this event into the rest. Of, so it just really, it really was very uneven. Hmm. Uh, Yes, look, I'm not saying... Okay, people are coming at me with the whole Mary Jane bit. Yeah. Including Chi-Town. Including <laughs> Chi-Town. I'm not saying that that it wasn't a bad thing to do it, okay? I'm saying it's not necessarily a good thing to extend the book right, to an ongoing six, series. Yeah, to an ongoing series if it's going to take Mary Jane out of Amazing Spider-Man. Right. Yeah. And then the other thing, my other thing about the con thing about this, I mean, the whole thing with that thing with, you know, we have to get like another a villain explanation of like, you know, like, oh, this is how our plan really went and stuff like this and how we added all this. I mean, I mean, again, OK, yeah, it's like it fits with the character with the character of Doom that the fact that his pride was hurt and why he would not admit this thing. But again, it's like I think it was going back to what Jr. said. Do we really care about Simcaria? Do we really care about no. if they take over a Latveria and stuff? Because, uh, again, we're going back to this thing about, oh, Doom's country is going to be taken over by some other bad guy. He'll get it back, you know. Like Doom really matter. Like Ruby, like, like to me, that's like Thursday or something. Is going to be addressed later this year in twenty twenty. Oh, the absolute, the absolute carnage stuff. You mean no, no, the uh, the Doom and the Silver Sable storyline. Oh, they're say, Oh yeah, they're they coming that, back to that in twenty twenty. They're going to. I'm sure they're. I'm sure they're going to. No, set I, that up I don't. Major I, look, I don't. I don't think. I they'll, think they'll, they will. They'll tell. There's been an effective look. I think there's been an effective ending. 
like for now. I I, I don't see this. If, if it's going to come back, it's going to be like eight nine months from now. I don't okay. see this. I don't see this continuing like immediately. I, I'm gonna. I, I think they're gonna let this kind of fester and let this kind of kind of go off. And I think the negative reaction that is that we've seen from these issues. Because I know that there are certain people that are that are a part of Marvel that do follow the podcast, mm-hmm. um, you know it, that you know to me is what I'm is what I'm kind of looking at at in the short term. We're gonna get things. We're gonna address the stuff with Fred. We're gonna address the stuff with Kingpin, and, and I and I'm gonna sneakily suspect that we're gonna get some more uh, some more drops drops of Kendred too. Well, but I think I think issue fifty, which would be you know eight 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 fifty one, or they, they may even do it issue forty nine and make it eight and just go back to eight fifty and be and the hell with the legacy numbering. Well, um, and, and make it the eight eight you know eight hundred fiftieth big extravaganza that we we you know ending the Kinderdark. Yeah, the thing about I think the thing with regard to the whole uh, Simcaria and Laveria thing. That smells like something like they're going to be trying to set up another cross, like a, maybe like a Fantastic Four Avengers kind of crossover kind of thing, like because it's evolving Doctor Doom and all that other stuff. I mean, it's it, it sounds like there's going to be something. Oh, this is this this is the setup for some other kind of line wide kind of Avengers FF event or something that they'll that they'll throw in. I mean, we'll see. I mean, obviously yeah. they got that new that that thing that they've announced that nobody was really excited for, including Brad Douglas when he posted the incoming. Uh, Incoming, whenever they they post, oh posted the yeah, video. that murder mystery or something. That's it may be incoming, but I'm outgoing. when you fail to get Brad Douglas, well, to buy, what which, information do we have about that story? It was redacted on the promo video that Marvel sent out. Yeah. I got no idea who's what the story is about. Why, why why does Spider-Man have a suddenly like a, 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 well, a he's got starry from, mask? He's got that starry mask from the black mask or whatever that was in Marvel Comics 1000. Yeah. And that story did, and I like oh who writes uh, Al Ewing. I like Al, Al Ewing, Ewing but that story didn't grab me. The only thing I can think of is is that they're, they're trying to do with this thing like it's they're trying Marvel's trying to do their own version of identity crisis. Which why? Because that's <laughs> yeah. so, like I like, know. Brad Brad Meltzer's a great writer. Okay, mm-hmm. he's yeah. a critically acclaimed writer. Mm-hmm. Not kind of a writer, but writer. Yes, but that story was oh, it was detrimental to DC big time. Yeah, it hurt DC for years. Years. Yep. Yeah. I mean, let's uh, have- let's go to the YouTube comments a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. One, let me scroll up because we've got a lot of them. Um, really? Let's see here. I know, I know, I, I ruffled the Josh feathers. Josh Nelson says, "Amazing Spider-Man 350 was a much better version of this story." <laughs> yeah. of Doom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Refresh me what happened in 350. It was Eric Larson art, Doctor Doom again, <laughs> and, he, Doom. and Doom, Doom basically kicking Spider-Man's ass, basically. Yeah, basically yeah just, from, I yeah. mean, basically, like I don't know if it was, I can't remember if it was Doom or a Doom bot, and like Peter's like almost to the edge of getting like dead, and all of a sudden Uncle Ben shows up. Mm-hmm. Uh, which it looked like because it was Eric Larson, it kind of looked almost like a Ditko version of Uncle Ben. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Nelson also says, I thought the arc was okay, but probably Spencer's weakest outing so far. Yep. Get back to Kindred already. <laughs> yeah, this, this <laughs> right. felt like that they were just padding to the end of the year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Flo says, I think Spencer would like to address one more day, but the editors won't allow it. I suspect. I, I think that's. Uh, honestly, no, I, I disagree. I, I think oh, that man. part of this buildup with Kindred is going to address one more day. It just, there's too many red herrings to not for it to not. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, DC Marvel fan guy says uh, it was just okay. First time I had that reaction in this run. We need more focus on Kindred, Boomerang, Jameson, Black Hat, Syndicate, and Peter support, supporting cast. So Flow gives it a B. Mm-hmm. Bob Jones says C minus. The art was very rough. Josh also says three ASM three fifty was a much better version. You already said mm-hmm. that. Uh, Nick yeah. Spencer from DC Marvel fan guy says Nick Spencer said he had big plans for Betty and Ned's clone. Warned that something was wrong with Betty before he died. What was Oh, that? yeah, that's another one. That's another, um, that's another I thought that was addressed there. in that sh- crappy annual. What, what was it? Yeah, oh, think, yeah, it's a it's a crime thing that he was. Yeah, doing. it was like. Oh a, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That was very yeah. interesting. I remember Jr. Jr. Like ragged on that because like. Jr. Do you remember that? Story? I had to go I read the like, stupid annual to get the Slot, answer. Slot wrote it. I remember. Yeah, like like okay. If we're going to address cloak conspiracy and and the and the ramifications of of bringing back all these quote unquote dead people, I'd rather Spencer handle it than Slot. Mm-hmm. Vinkman, going into 2020, I'm seriously considering dropping ASM for good while I'm enjoying reading every issue. I don't feel the need to ever read it again. It feels like I'm buying it for the sake of buying it. Which is a shame if you kind of feel that way because, I mean, yeah. it just, just because we're, you have this uh, one arc. Yeah, just okay, because what, this one arc is, 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 yeah, this is one not arc, that great. Here's ebbs and flows. This is a, flow, this is a, it's a so, down yeah. ebb. <laughs> I, I'll yeah. say this. I mean, the fact that for the, I mean, outside of JR, because JR is an old grumpy curmudgeon. True. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody on the show has been enjoying, and, and even even uh, George enjoyed this storyline. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm kind of sad George wasn't here to defend it. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet you George's grades would be similar to what we're doing. Here. I don't know. Like, he, no, he's. I mean, he's he's he, like he he's been liking he's been liking Spencer. You know. Spencer's uh, work on this thing. And it, it, we'll yeah. have to ask him next month when we have a mm-hmm. But like I say, the, to me, um, uh, Amazing Spider-Man, if this is, if, if a C- minus is the worst mm-hmm. that, a grade I'm going to give, like, considering what we've been through for the last 10 years, I, oh, I, yeah. I just... Vinkman, I, I just recommend to you to continue reading. Vinkman I, right. I, says I, he'll stick around and keep watching the podcast. So he well, doesn't have to buy it anymore. He's going to listen to us. Right. Joey yeah. says about the Mephisto thing, they can just stop teasing it and just address it already. Uh, well, so that's... I want to see yeah. Spider-Man redeemed from him today. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of people do. <laughs> DC Marvel fan guy is looking better... 2020 is looking better for me already since we're getting Jameson chance and answers to what boomerang has at Fisk once mm-hmm. all things that intrigue me more than the past two months worth. Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Again, again, because again, this is this a lot of this stuff because we've had like, because we had absolute carnage. We've had this 29, nine thing. So a lot of the thing what Spencer once was trying to do with the ASM has kind of been put on hold and it clearly. And so now we can, and hopefully with now that we guess, okay, as soon as we get, all that and we're done with that stuff is like we'll just get back to we'll get back to the stuff we're, I mean, we're, look, he I mean, actually cares about. I, I, yeah. I wouldn't have cared about like chance mm-hmm. if Dan Slot was writing him. But right. like I'm kind of intrigued how they're gonna bring in chance of all freaking people. Oh yeah. Um, sp- because it goes back, it goes back into Spencer's wheelhouse because he likes to write these very kind of C-list villains and kind of make them and kind of give them a little bit more of a he, he likes of to give them life. I mean, yeah, he, you know, Slot tried doing this with Cardiac. Mm-hmm. And it was really kind of middling how he did it. Well, it was also written arc. in the year. It was also written the year before of uh, uh, for the Affordable Care Act supposedly passed too. So there was yeah. That. So, so, that, so there so was that, the heavy-handedness, yeah. you know. About, yeah, 
Let me keep going. Uh, DC Marvel fan guy asks, do y'all think that last remain storyline teased for 2020 is related to Kindred? JR, we haven't heard anything out of you. Is that what you think? That would, that would be my guess. Yeah. It makes uh, sense. Yeah. Josh what? says, I never thought giving Mary Jane her own title was a good idea. A miniseries would, I think, is fine. It just a five, the, a five or six yeah. issue miniseries was not a, was not a problem. I know. I'm sorry, Chai Town. I'm not like I don't mind her going off and doing her own thing and th- them doing a five issue miniseries and going from there. I, I just don't think that she can support a series once she's back in New York of stuff that we wouldn't be getting in ASM. I'd rather yeah. have a look. I don't. I don't dislike the person writing. Uh, amazing Mary Jane, but I'd much rather it be an amazing freaking Spider-Man because that was what mm-hmm. drew me with the Spencer run. Joey, was the way Mary Jane was portrayed says no more doom, please. Shy town says this was a low grade for me. Also, mm-hmm. Josh says hunted was awesome. That was, this was rather bland. Yeah. Yeah, DC Marvel fan guy. Can we get back to the Janice dating Randy subplot? I oh, want to see yeah. Robbie. Yeah. I mean, tombstones yeah. reaction. So do we? Yeah. yeah. That's a great potential for a series right there. Oh, my God. Shytown says, hey, Amazing Mary Jane going for 10 issues. I'm cool with that as long as she's in Amazing Spider-Man. Josh says, uh, this is a lot of You are such a masochist. You're like me and you're like me and clones right now, mm-hmm. Chi Town. Like, oh, yeah. uh, like, uh, let me let me give you a piece of advice from a guy that suffered through 50 issues of of uh, like th- that maybe had like eight issues of good clone books. <laughs> sometimes, the, sometimes the things you think you want aren't necessarily the things you want. Uh, mm-hmm. Josh agrees with DC fanboy. This has a lot of potential. I really don't like how Robbie's history with Tombstone is never really brought up anymore. Which Agreed. it should be. I mean, especially with that's what that's what the opportunity with the Randy and Janice Lincoln storyline should be. Is. Oh, wow. says, we got so excited when it happened. Yeah, eight fifty should be the proposal, is what Shy Town says. <laughs> uh, DC fanboy wants to know how many how many issues can you all see Nick Spencer on for the title? Well, these days with creators, um, usually the average in length of creator. I mean, Dan Slot was kind of an anathema these days because usually, normally, creators do not go for ten issues unless you know. I don't know. Right. You've, you've seen yeah. you've seen guys like Aaron and, and Bendis go for for multi year runs, right? Uh, true. To me, true. I would say seventy five issues would be kind of a kind of a sweet spot for Spencer. Yeah, uh, Joey says the- Marvel's dangling a carrot in front of us with the one more day reference. They are. That is true. But I think that the, I think that Marvel is far. More receptive to addressing it now that Sapolsky mm. is is really in charge. Now right. that I mean, basically, twelve Kasa- years has gone by. Folks, well, Casada yeah. got kicked up the up the up the office chain, and like Casada really doesn't have much of a function now. Mm-hmm. Josh says uh, one forgettable arc doesn't negate all the good Spencer's done on this title. Very agreed. Very true. Very, very agreed. much agreed. All right, so let's do final thoughts and wrap this up. The last podcast recording for 2019, the last of the decade. <sighs> Mike, final thoughts. Well, final thoughts. Um, since I was kind of busy doing some other, you know, stuff and everything, big going back to my regular scheduled um, reviews on the other site, what I do for viral hair and everything like this. So. Hopefully we will get that back. Hopefully folks will, if they missed my, some of my amazing Spider-Man reviews, well, for the, for the, for, you know, for the time being, don't worry. They are coming back. Mike had a great uh, last Jedi review that I agreed with almost hundred percent. Yeah. Or you mean Rise of Skywalker or the oh, Rise like, of Skywalker. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's other ones I, cause I was doing a whole Star Wars thing and stuff like this, which took a lot of my time. Cause I was trying to do a lot of back back research for it and everything like this and yeah. stuff like that. So going down the rabbit hole, like that took away my, my comic book 
reading time. So, but yeah, it was, you know, if you want to check that out, you can go right ahead. At Zach, final thoughts, sir. <laughs> um, 2019 has been pretty good. Uh, I will say this. I'll give a tease for the Spidey Dude Radio Network, kind of like what J- what Mike just did. Uh, we will be wrapping up officially, Clone Saga Chronicles. Um, we'll have some. Uh, we'll have a big major interview uh, that I think a lot of people that are fans of the book, uh, fans of of the Clone Saga, uh, the guys that brought it to you. Uh, we're, I've been actively working on that. Uh, it will also end up, unfortunately, being a, a Tom Lyle tribute episode Aww. probably because of because oh, of the yeah. fact that we lost tom lyle earlier this year i don't know if i mentioned this in the podcast i i was instant messaging tom lyle to do a podcast and maybe get a commission from him when he went to arkansas a couple years ago it just never came about mm. i didn't make that con and and get a commission from him i um so time gets the best of us absolutely and, and so uh, you know my hope is that we finish up uh, and i've got ideas for our, our next show um, and I hope in 2020 I can announce it here on the crawl space. Yeah. Uh, it's been a good year, and I'm, I'm looking forward to another great year of the crawl space. This is the second time we've been able to end a decade mm-hmm. together on the show. 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, well, on the podcast, on the podcast. What is this, the third decade, if you count 1999? We yep. partied like it was 1999. <laughs> I, that was yeah. actually one of, the, one of the few years that I was not part of the site. Yeah, I was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's when it's certain, yeah, yeah. Like outside of you, Douglas, I'm the longest tenured member of the site. Are. I know. Right. Um, but you know, it's been a, it's been a wild decade. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I never thought we'd be doing this on the YouTube's. No. So, oh yeah. Um, that's something we started with a new decade, haven't we? Yeah. yeah this is we start. We that's when we we started the YouTube stuff with in the, during this decade too. Yeah. yeah that's so, crazy. And with uh, two always, different, two different, and I'm always appreciative of every every single waning moment we have with Jr. because we know that it, time is precious. <laughs> well, <laughs> will he be? Will he be with us in 2099? 20, 2029. There you it's go. It's okay. We'll just replace him with Spencer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll final be- final thought. Oh, go ahead, Mike. What are you saying? Oh no no no. Go ahead. Jr. Uh, final thoughts. <sighs> well, you know, winding I, I, up. I've- Huh? You're winding up. You you yeah. sucked in a lot of air. Well, what, ready. Well, what actually? It's not really the end of the decade. The ex, the decade I think actually began in 2011, less than 2020. But uh, but yeah, I see. You know, it's like <laughs> we all think semantics. Jr. The twenties and thirties or whatever, uh, you know. Uh, Vinkman was talking about uh, mm-hmm. uh, quitting the title, and uh, I w- it, the thing is though, I I can see why because the whole momentum keeps getting disrupted and, and, mm-hmm, and that's yeah. again, but, but we've talked about this before. I mean, we'd be, you know, we've talked about to death. It just, uh, this is what's killing comics for a lot of people is, you know, you, yeah. you the cash grab. Yeah. And, but I, there's no, I guess I don't see it. It's certainly not stopping. No, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean the, 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 the readership is smaller. Oh, very much. So. The comics yeah. are expensive. Long-term fans gonna, like myself are not going to pick up their big crossover like I would usually in the past. Again, when I when I make the statement that you, if you've lost Brad Douglas, who yeah. used to pick up everything Marvel, damn yeah, near uh-huh. every Marvel comic, Brad right. Douglas used to pick up at, at one point or another. The fact that you've, you're beginning to lose the same very same yeah. audience that you've had such contempt for for years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it, to me, it, it, the, the day of reckoning is starting to come. Uh, the fact that we've the, the, look, 
the beginning of last decade of, of this past decade when we were in 2009 we were we were in the we were deep in the throes of, of the beginning of the slot era mm-hmm. and the yeah. fact that we've spent most of this past decade with dan slot yeah. uh you know doing doing everything he can to a character assassinate spider-man uh the fact that we are now in a, a time of hopefulness is something that we should look forward to. I'm looking for, I'm far yeah. more looking forward to 2020 than I was mm. 2018. I would yeah. be happy. Well, th- not with arcs like this, but another five years, maybe a Spencer. Yeah, mm. I, I wouldn't be opposed to that. Another five, 2025, I, he goes off with ASM 900, maybe. Yeah, and I would look. I, I'm I'm one of those that I hope he doesn't get uh, Tom King. Uh, like, oh, the, yeah. like what happened with DC, where he basically had to cut his arc short because. Thank he, goodness his run on Batman, the main title, is over now. <laughs> but um, now we got to deal with you the know, Batman but he had a, a hundred issue story. I, I kind of wanted to see how that hundred issues was going to go. Yeah, but and I just hope that yeah. we don't get a situation with Spencer where mm-hmm. it gets cut short for no reason. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a wrap on that episode. I hope you liked it. Uh, one more time before we wrap it all up, I want to remind you about uh, patreon.com slash crawlspace. Log on there to get exclusive thank you content, which uh, one of them is the Spire Satellites, where we review all the books that aren't amazing on that episode. That's a thank you to people that help support this podcast on our website each and every month through Patreon. There's also several other podcasts that are up there that are fun to listen to. Uh, that I think you'll get a kick out of. But again, it's patreon.com slash crawlspace for exclusive content and also support things you like, like this podcast. Thanks for listening, everybody. Mm-hmm.